guys so this week i am chatting to both of the co-founders of the big retreat wales which has been recently nominated by the guardian as one of the top adventure and wellness festivals in the uk so joining me today is amber lord phillips and diana drench hey hello 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 (laughs) hello how are you doing good thank you how are you yes i'm good we were just saying that we're a bit cold but it's england (laughs) about the sun shining and Wales and it's Wales and Wales oh yeah (laughs) way to insult the guest before the podcast starts Emily (laughs) well people think of Wales they always think of rain but today the sun's out and it's a it's a beautiful spring day down here so uh, yeah it's good so okay so I, I wanted to kind of have you guys on because you're running something that I think is really exciting and there's been kind of a little bit more of a pop-up of wellness festivals around the UK which I think is fantastic but as I'm in Cheltenham and Wales isn't too far away from me um, this is one that I'm very excited about because I mean it's not local but it almost feels like it's local. Um, (laughs) Just up the road. You're just up the road so tell me. There's no no charge to come in anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah exactly you don't have to pay to go over the bridge. (laughs) um so yeah tell me a little bit about the big retreat well we started the big retreat this this would be our fourth year in 2020 uh it was really the brainchild of amber um i met amber at uh, pilates class and we put together this package that wasn't uh it was not traditional we wanted to reach out to people and, and show that there are things you can do quite simple things in your life that would help you find your feel good and we started with that whole thing on what does it take in this day and age when we're all wrapped up in technology um, and costed away from, from each other sometimes to develop a sense of community, to find things that might help you find your feel good. Um, Amber had experience in running retreats for new mums um, and they opened up into men as well. And we thought, well, why, why don't we just take this to a, a bigger stage and develop a complete sort of four day weekend where people could come and find their feel good. And the idea is we have this whole smorgasbord of activity that's included in the ticket price and people could come in and dabble in whatever they want to dabble in, rediscover a passion. Maybe they like painting when they were eight and haven't done it since. Maybe they want to try bushcraft, yoga, spoon carving, fitness, um, even down to you know making the perfect icy gin and tonic, which is, which is my forte. I'm the, uh, the gin, gin and tonic queen. Um, but the, the, the whole idea was to people come and see, see what fits, come and find out, come and try something. Because we're often told for mindfulness, do things like art or creativity. But where do you go in this day and age where you don't have to sign up for six weeks of an art class? You know, why not come to us and see, do you like life drawing? Do you like uh, charcoal work? Do you like sketchbook? Do you like pottery? Do you like uh, spoon carving? And we've had great examples of people leaving the festival that have found a new passion for something it might be dancing it could be singing um it could be a new fitness class a new style of fitness something that helps them on their on their life journey to say well i do like this and i'm going to find out more and when i get back i'm going to do more of this or less of that but that's where it all started from it was an idea in a pilates class and uh, yeah we, we started four years ago yeah 2017 was our first one mm. um 
and yeah now it's got and we've had so much interest locally and nationally um that we think yeah we want onto a um we found something that people are enjoying and embracing and that that gives us a lot of satisfaction knowing that people are walking away having had this weekend where they've connected with people and even uh, themselves you know found out a bit more about themselves what they like um, what they don't like and what they don't <laughs> like yeah and it's it's good i mean I think the first year we had um, people up on the campsite, we had the most amazing storm. And we thought, oh no, people will just pack up and go home. Mm. And in this essence, we had people at about five o'clock on the terrace with I their cups of that. coffee, just saying, that was awesome. Because yeah. they've been out in nature and there were new, the, the whole storm rolling around on this glorious view that we've got over the estuary. And they just loved it. And a big part of our platform is the healing benefits of being outdoors, seeing the sights, seeing the smells, being in the woods, being in the forest, rolling around on grass and seeing kids playing, you know, maybe for the first time for certain little people in an urban environment, coming into our campsite and letting the kids loose in a safe environment is a, is a, is a must for the family. So we, yeah, we, we, we touch on many levels and we touch across many sort of um, levels of society. So we're, yeah. Mm. that's where we come from is how do you find your feel good in this day and age and so where did that passion come from was there something that you found that you were kind of creating for you originally and then you found that it worked yeah I think possibly for me because I went on um I sort of worked in the health and fitness industry for a long time um and had my own gym and then became pregnant at 40 and sort of became mm. a new mum. And I'd actually gone on a mum's retreat with um, a lady called Jenny Burrell, um, who's holistic chorus store. She's amazing. Um, and it was just great to connect with other mums. Um, and I just came back just feeling amazing from it. And we just went for walks out in nature. We did a little bit of core work. But a lot of it was just connecting with each other, um, which, which, which was lovely. And then I thought, okay, we could start doing some retreats back here in Pembrokeshire. Um, it's such a stunning place where we live so we started doing small retreats and we just had people that come on the retreats and like one lady hadn't slept for seven years wow. and she slept the whole weekend which was amazing she never slept sort of more than an hour in a row wow. and had like seven hours of sleep one night and you just see the huge benefits that people get from just being out in nature or coming here and you think actually I want to get that out to more people Mm. that's kind of where the passion to sort of grow it came from and then I was talking to Diane mm. about it in the class and said like I really want to get that out there and let's do a festival and she's like yeah let's do it let's do <laughs> we kept asking ourselves why not as opposed to we have a lot of people saying oh that'll never work you can't do that and we just kept saying well why not mm. so we gave ourselves a challenge in my background I worked for um, 20 odd years in a premium drinks industry and it sounds like you know we didn't just focus on drink we focused on uh, the people in the team core skills for yourself for your for your life really they, they were quite they were a caring c- company who would always look at us and say well um let's think about your well-being and this was back in 80s and 90s so they, they were on the on that trail then and they just enabled us to uh, through various training functions to learn about how do you adapt to change how do you um how do you embrace things that are changing in your life not just in business but across the whole of things and when you think about where we are in the uk everything changes so how do you how do you not get stuck when things are changing around you how do you embrace the positive how do you find those things that will um take you forward so my background in in terms of my business life was we can always um, not be better than we are but we can always find tools to help ourselves whether it's um taking time out from work and doing something creative and immersive or whether it's um 
making sure that you carve out enough time for your family and most importantly how do you protect your own mental well-being in a, in a corporate environment so we were uh, on the trade of that and I thought when I came out of the corporate world I thought well I just took it for granted I thought the whole of the world was educated and had access to a lot of these tools and you find out that they haven't and think, well, where, do, where do we learn this stuff now where do we where do we go and how do we learn it? and I think schools are getting a lot better but there's a whole tranche when you're in your sort of 20s 30s 40s when life throws so much at you and you think well what how, how do you how do you learn to cope um and, and part of our festival is thinking well you know, here's a whole load of stuff that to help you try you know of course it's fitness of course it's eating well of course it's looking after yourself but um going beyond that what's the positive moves you can take to um create this mindfulness movement without saying the word mindfulness mm. which is what a, a woman came out of our, one of our spoon carving classes last year and said that was the best two hours of mindfulness you'd ever had without using the m word because you got so engrossed in uh, carving a spoon from a piece of wood that you'd never done before um and she said i loved it absolutely loved it found so much therapy um so we have lots of crafters we have the girls doing the crochet in the hooker's corner um, <laughs> so but it, and for me so that my passion was how do you how do you get this across to people to help them in in um on their life journey to have a look have, have a look come and find out what might make you feel good and you've got an amazing array of speakers as well that you've grown yeah. over the years as well um and i guess that that brings in that element of like community yeah and do you do you have like a theme like what what kind of people do you host? i think last year mental health was a huge theme we had matt johnson last year and he's coming back this year to help present in the talk tent um who's very heavily linked with mind charity and ben bidwell um who's naked professors who are very much about mental health and i think it's something that a couple of years ago people didn't really talk about as much as they mm. do now especially so then yeah mm. i mean it's growing hugely in our festival we didn't even have a talk tent the first year mm. um and then tony jones um that we met who is the founder of shelf help um she came along and she's grown um our talk tent massively i mean she's been absolutely amazing mm. so she's brought some incredible people to the talk tent we've, we've got um show sure. is coming yeah. who um, wrote the kindness method Mm-hmm. Um, and she's all about habits and how we can change our habits. Mm-hmm. Michelle North, um, who wrote Pause, who was my husband actually bought me that book a few years ago when I was struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm delighted that she's come back. Actually, this will be her third year she's come back mm-hmm. and she does oh. some lovely workshops. And just getting people to stop and pause. I think life can get really hectic, um, especially for me, suddenly becoming like a mum at 40 it had a huge impact and I sold my business. and. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and it was just really nice just to, I mean, I don't know if anyone's read the book, but it's, it is an amazing book to read. And it just, it does get you to stop and just pause, which is a lot of what the festival is also about, is just taking that step back and just taking a breath mm. and having a look around you. We're so, you know, life is so fast, you know, and, and, you know, kids are so busy these days and they're all sort of, you know, got the social media and there's things going on at school and it's, it's really tough for them as well. And it, it just gives them a chance mm. to just not have to think about social media. <clears throat> they can just play outside and have fun, mm. which is how, you know, I was brought up, you know, we just went outside and played all mm. day and it was great. We didn't have to worry about what somebody was saying about me on social media or, mm. you know, so I think it's great for kids and families. Mm. So there's no age 
bracket for your festival it's kind of an all no it's something for everyone generation yeah Yeah. we've had full you know from like zero (laughs) little tiny babies coming along to I think our eldest has been 80 yeah Um, and they've all come along because there's something for everybody to do so you know people that want to go and do hardcore fitness can do hardcore fitness Mm. or you can sit and whittle a spoon or do some crocheting or knitting or just sit and have a chat or just sit in the in the woods on a hammock and read a book you know, it's, mm. it's kind of what makes you feel good. You know, every, everybody's different and everybody needs something different and it's finding out what your need mm. is. So hopefully we put on such a, a huge array of things that, you know, you will get something out of it. Mm. We have think, a lot of families um, across the generations who have wanted to come to the festival. So because it's a sort of festival where you know, gran- granny and granddad can do what they like. And that might be anything from a Pilates session to a, a craft session. Um, the youngsters could do the running around and the, the kids will get um, involved in all sorts of activity. The parents can be doing, one can be doing yoga, one can be doing a hardcore fitness, but then they can all meet up for lunch or they can all meet up for dinner. They can all dance to the music in the evening um, and everybody, everybody finds their level. So we're, cre- and we're creating this sort of connection within families who maybe don't spend that much time together. And it's a way of sort of people have something to talk about as well at the end of the day when I've done this I went dowsing with Tom Lawless or I did uh, a fantastic um, aerial yoga workshop and they then they can talk and they can find their own levels there's no people aren't dragged into doing activities they don't want to do it's a case of well what would you know if I'm going to do yoga what do you fancy doing well I fancy spoon carving or bushcraft or whatever it is so we are we are sort of um, all inclusive and we embrace every age because we think wellness is for everybody um, and certainly for our youngsters, we want them to get into the habit of thinking from a young age, running around with a football is the best fun I can have. Um, and that's what I want to do, not to be stuck on social media, wondering about Staring what somebody's saying about my <laughs> school uniform. So we're trying to get those habits across to, to youngsters and, and make it easy for them to find the fun. Um, so that's what we're doing. I it's think a it's a safe space as well, you know, yeah. finding that safe space. That's what I was just about can. to say. Yeah. Because it sounds like somewhere that you could take your family um, and, you know, if, if your son or daughter wanted to go and do yeah. a certain activity, activity, they're not that far away, but it's you a don't really have small to be site. over them. No. Yeah, it is a yeah. small site, um, which is also really nice. You know, I think, you know, maximum can be three and a half thousand people this year and you, you tend to bump into the same people yeah. every single day and start to get to know people, which is really nice. So, you know, and everyone looks after each other, which is really lovely. Mm. We've got all the volunteers looking after everyone. We've got the whole family that look after everybody. So, yeah, you know, it just gives it a nice community feel. Because mm. communities used to look after everybody. You know, that's what it used to be about. So mm. I think there's a big heart mm. in the big retreat. Yeah, that, I was listening to um, an audio book. Uh, I mean, the the subject isn't really related to to this it's about childhood trauma but it was talking at the end about how childhood is shaped by the people in and it can the memories and the memories and it's such a difference now because you know even 20 30 years ago the whole family would be around a a family so if if a mum or um dad was struggling that there would be an auntie or there'd yeah, be a yeah, grandma absolutely. to help yeah. look after but we've kind of yeah. lost that that family yeah, aspect absolutely. with modern yeah. life yeah. um so it's nice to have these kind of opportunities in the year that people can you know say right it's it's yeah. a certain amount of time we're going 
yeah, it's going to yeah. be all of us together and everybody can take something different yeah. to it but you Absolutely. also get that connection yeah and that's what we i mean we we don't um force people to camp uh, but you do get the kids who would love to camp and cooking up sausages on the campfire uh, on the campsite is one of their fondest memories mm. granny and granddad might think a bed and breakfast is a better way of camping <laughs> you know four solid walls and a flushing toilet but that's great because there's so many b&b's down in, in this part of pembrokeshire that you're only ever 20 minutes drive away from the festival site so granny and granddad might say right actually we're staying in a beautiful hotel in tenby but we'll come in every day and we'll do these exercises and these classes and we'll we'll stay here for the evening and then go back to their wonderful hotel whereas mm. your mum and dad might have to camp with the kids <laughs> but yeah. um you know it's it's it's, it's uh it ultimately flexible you build your own package around what we have to offer yeah even a bunch of friends that want to come yeah you know, it's great yeah. for a bunch of friends that everybody just wants to do something different somebody might be really into yoga Somebody's think oh that's the worst thing I could possibly want to do but yeah. I really enjoy cookery or I want to do bushcraft or you know what fitness is more my thing so it, it does help yeah. with everything you know everybody and then you can meet up foods and connect over you know a meal or something it's really nice we had a great uh, u- university reunion there last year where, where they'd always promised themselves we will we will uh, but then you know one gets married the other gets married then there are kids where where can a group of you know 20 odd people meet with their kids and all have fun for a weekend well hello bigger treat whales <laughs> um because you that, that's the sort of thing we can do we even had a, a small hen party that turned up last year because um with a hen party you've, you've got all those age ranges and not everyone wants to go down to mallorca for, for a week of uh, galumping around and, and drinking themselves silly was mm. bigger treat they can all share the meals um and do different things from hot tubs to massage to yoga to fitness to just relaxing with a book mm. But again, they've got that community connection at the end of it to say, well, how are you? And, you know, it's just, uh, just a nice thing. With the hen party, though, were there big blow-up penises? No. No, no, we didn't have, no, no. they were very well behaved. They were very well behaved. It was, and it was more of an older, I think. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a young hen party. No. It was an older hen party. It was, it was an older hen, yeah. And Maybe second time round hen party. <laughs> yeah, it was more a case of they knew that they had a party of eight or ten of them, which, yeah, that not there's anything wrong going to New York and getting drunk but they knew that for their crowd that wouldn't have worked so mm. they came to us and they just had to they would just they just blended in they loved it mm. chilled out yeah I think it's nice as well because uh, in like my my hen party was nothing like going and getting drunk somewhere we we stayed in a cottage down in Devon for a weekend nice. and just yeah. went for walks and I think a lot more people are doing yeah. that yeah a lot of people are aren't they yeah. it's just because yeah. it, it's more about as you said seeing people that you've never you haven't seen for you ages seen for yeah and if you've got a group, yeah yeah if you've got groups of people that haven't don't really know each other if you've got mm. friendships from all different yeah. parts of your life yeah. it's that yeah. that yeah. kind of a joining of people which yeah. is really yeah. nice yeah did you think that it would be where it is now when you started it no, it's not I don't think necessarily. We were <laughs> <laughs> I think we were, we're quite happy to get the first year done. Um, <laughs> when we finished the first weekend, we were well surprised and delighted when people said, "Right, are we coming back next year? We're coming back next yeah, year." So many off. people rebook straight yeah. away. It was amazing. I mean, so, cause, I mean, because it was just the two of us and Adrian uh, doing all, lots of the groundwork. It was it um, the, the people not feeling well at the wellness festival was probably us three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end of it, we, we, we were doing everything from litter picking to toilet cleaning to 
um, moving hate, just everything. Teaching classes, um, I think we did everything. Yeah, yeah. Teaching year. classes, so we were so we were an integral part of that festival. So when they said we want, they wanted to rebook, we thought, oh really? Well, this is something good. Um, and then every year, progressively after the festival, people just will book the tickets with the right. Next year, we have to challenge ourselves to bring a, another sort of element in to keep a keep a bit of um, a surprise and delight. So people are always finding something new. But no, we didn't expect to get this far on by our fourth year. Uh, so we're, I mean, the support that we get locally is amazing, and we have um, we have people now in the fourth year who've been with us right from the beginning, and they just they just book and rebook because they just love it. And we we yeah. manage our we manage our sort of um, numbers to make sure that community thing always comes through. That that's more important to us than saying right, let's let's just sell as many tickets as we can sell. We have to limit them and say, well, we have to maintain our maintain our vibe, as we say. Yeah to have that kind of quality of experience that yeah, brought yeah, people there in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Important. Mm. So important. And I think that sometimes when people hear about kind of the word festival, they think, you know, muddy, <laughs> drinking <laughs> a lot. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> have to recover afterwards. I know. Yeah. So this is a completely, uh, this is kind of part of that new, um, that new vibe, that new, yeah bring brought together of like retreat and festival yeah yeah you want to feel better leaving the festival yeah so you want to feel better than when you arrived Mm. it's kind of one of our sayings because you you know if you just take one little thing away from our festival that's going to make you feel better going forward that's kind of our aim yeah so yeah and you don't we've got like a non-alcoholic bar mindful bar this year at the festival oh nice people don't feel like you have to have a drink you know lots of people aren't drinking Mm. Um, and you can get up at six o'clock in the morning and do your yoga class without feeling a bit rubbish or you can lie in bed on the campsite till 12 o'clock and do yoga at two o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) so and it's also being non-judgmental about everything as well you know if people want to have a drink that's fine and if you don't want to have a drink that's fine Mm. you know it's and if you want to be vegan great but if you want to try a burger that's also great you know it's and it, it is trying not to judge anybody about anything. Mm. I think it's a big part of our festival as well. You know, I love vegan food as, as much as I want to, you know, try the best burger in the world. Mm. You know, it's, I think there's so much judging going on these days. It's not good for us at all. You know, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think as well, it's, it takes away some of that, um, like <clears throat> that, that pretense as well because sometimes when people think about a wellness they think of a certain type of person or you know people from a certain background and it kind of makes it like in club which it really isn't because everybody becomes inclusive yeah, yeah I think everybody has should have the opportunity to take time for themselves and learn more about themselves and um, give themselves those options. Yeah, yeah. So having that non-judgmental atmosphere is so freeing as well because yeah, you I don't have really one important. certain type of person. No, yeah. I think mean, one of the things we're passionate about we're, we're passionate about men. Funnily enough, mm. <laughs> we're passionate about men in the term. It's not really been. Um, it's not really been the thing for men to think about their wellness um and certainly four years ago when we started we said we wanted a a men's yoga class because we believe that you know men should do yoga and, and it was on the edge of people like the the, uh, the welsh rugby team were trying it um but we wanted to encourage men to get in and, and do yoga 
who were thinking actually oh yoga's not for me it's full of lycra clad you know skinny women and we said no come on so we we've pushed the our men's sort of side of wellness because we believe every it's for everybody you know, everybody should be looking after themselves everybody should have opportunities so for 2020 festival we've actually got a, a men's men's den area where well, we have you know men can go and talk about do men's stuff and they they relate to each other slightly differently to women and we're just recognizing the you know the equal value that we have but we we do operate in sort of um slightly different ways sometimes um but certainly wellness for men is is certainly it's become a bigger part of our festival than it ever was in the beginning although from the beginning we were trying to push it but sometimes it's um uh, you know you say you can take a horse to water but pencil must be lead or something but you have to sometimes put these things in the way of people to say well have it have a go you know there's no judgmental stuff there's no stigma attached to it you're at a festival so whatever you want to try at a festival you know give it a go uh, we have all sorts of classes for for men uh, and a separate area for them this year so they can go and not be judged or not have to think about you know somebody behind them a, a woman in like because they're doing a double back bend when they can't touch their toes You've got a really good range of men in your talks as well. Yeah. So you've had, yeah. obviously, you've got Michael Maisie, Ben Bidwell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're two people that I've had on the podcast. And I find they, Michael especially, is one of the most inspiring people I've ever spoken mm. to. Yeah. He, they're very forward thinking and everything that's going on. They are, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And I think the insights that they share and, and their kind of views on, like, masculinity and yeah. vulnerability are really really just awe-inspiring so authentic as yeah. well both of them very authentic and that yeah we're really yeah really honored to have them at our festival yeah. i mean yeah. we just love the way that the men's uh, health awareness over the past four years has dramatically changed so if we'd have put up a, a separate men's area in the first year we i, I don't think it would have worked it wouldn't have worked because men, men were not in that they didn't seem to have that permission to go and find the stuff out. But now they, with all this work that's going on, and we love, you know, the, the mental health awareness around the football. It's just great, you know, and we think that's, that's, that's good because women are better at communicating. That sounds sexist, but I think it's just a fact of life. That's, that's we like how chat, we operate. We? We, we like a chat. Women have been, uh, <laughs> it's been proven that women use about three <laughs> times as many words in a day that men do. Um, and, you know, men, yeah, so there we go. But, uh, <laughs> we're, 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 like we're, to chat never <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a good chat like good old data. yeah put the world to rights yeah I think my husband and I are the so polar opposites he's just silent most of the time he doesn't really talk <laughs> but in my wedding speech I I said like Alan is a man of very few words but that's why he married me because I'm making up for it. And, <laughs> and it is. I think my true. husband might feel like that actually too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to see it as complementary skills. <laughs> exactly. I definitely exactly. talk with both of us. <laughs> that's why he never he's never appeared on the podcast. I think he's free. <laughs> he's, he just wouldn't. It would. He could be on the podcast. You just would never hear him. It's like the silent partner. Just listen. One sided yeah. conversation. <laughs> talk a lot it'd be great (laughs) what do you think so not we're gonna not not talk about this year for for the moment but like out of the past few years what was have you had personally and obviously this is to each of you have you had a a standout moment where either you've thought I I feel so full right now so full of like happiness or gratitude or have you had like a, a moment of just like this is the best thing ever 
for me um because every every year we are so busy you know we we do everything from toilet cleaning to litter picking to whatever and it's easy to just get wrapped up in, in the delivery of the festival but each year we force ourselves uh, to take moments little pauses and just look around what we've created uh, and there was a moment last year where you're just gazing across his castle terrace and you're seeing you know the dads and the daughters laughing you're seeing friends just sharing sharing a drink and uh connecting and you think that's what we set out to create so i think there are times that you when you actually force yourself to stand and look you realize that we are making a difference uh, for these people by by putting this offering together and that gives you a great sense of pride and satisfaction that, that we pulled it off <laughs> sometimes against the odds <laughs> and against the weather but no it does and it's, it's just so satisfying to to see that come to fruition and, and people that leave you know on the, on the monday there's quite often tears because people have, have enjoyed that that time <clears throat> together and they they don't want to go home they they want to stay in this community in this uh, this little bubble that we create um and that that's that's enjoying and people that just discover things they never knew were out there we had a, a lady the first year that came for the yoga ended up doing no yoga uh but went off um dousing with uh, um, an amazing guy we have coming up from the pyrenees called tom lawless and they went off dousing and finding ley lines and she started as, as skeptical as, as anybody and came back saying i can't believe that that worked and she said i'd never would have done that if you'd have charged me for all these separate lessons but because it's all an in, all inclusive setup she said i explored so much i discovered so much and we thought well that we sort of like well that's what you're supposed to do um but having it fed back to you in, in more or less the words that we wanted to hear was 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 great and that's uh, so that that for me is my my standout points i think for me it's when you're talking to people um and the like one particular guy a family that came one year he um has an autistic son um and he was crying as he was telling us because he um which makes me cry. <laughs> his, uh, he'd never seen his son play before and just play with other children. Um, and for him, that was just absolutely amazing to watch his son, you know, not just constantly standing by his side all the time and wanting to be with his mm -hmm. dad. He was just free to play. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for me. Um, just the impact it can have on, on other people is, is incredible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've had lots of people that have um, come that you know maybe one of our instructors had just found out she had um she was being diagnosed with breast cancer mm. and she came and did the festival and she taught um you know and she's come through it all now and she's you know amazing but just how she felt and she wanted to come along and still take part and still to teach a class and inspire others you know we've just had some really incredible stories mm. of, of people recovering and, and, and coming along and just learning again one little thing or just made them feel better for coming i think for me that's that's kind of what it's all about and, and that's why i feel massive pride in the, yeah. in the festival and i think when you do when you feel like you can give someone something or help someone to rediscover something that perhaps they thought they'd lost or that they didn't mm. know that they had yeah that is such an an overwhelming kind of feeling isn't it yeah yeah absolutely yeah there's people that as, as you know big ceos of company they've never done any art again mm. i think diana mentioned it before since they were at school and all of a sudden you know they're sitting drawing and, and just that space and time to reflect as well that they have is amazing and they just feel great and you think oh wow mm. yeah you help them feel like that yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool so you kind of mentioned just before about i guess sometimes against the odds have you had any moments where it, you've thought oh my goodness what yeah what's gonna happen <laughs> 
Um, every year. No. Amber's like most of the yeah. time. Yesterday. Well, the storm in the first year was was pretty dramatic because it um it kicked off at about half past two in the morning. Yeah, I went up in my pajamas. I was so worried about the kids on the yeah. site, and they were just saying watching it and all going, "This is amazing! You've got to do this again." And I was like, "Oh no!" We, we, we expected the whole campsite to get up and go home, and in the end, they just said, "Everyone loved it." Get some more wood chip down, and we loved it. And come yeah. and have it next year. Okay, <laughs> and we did do it the following year as well. It was yeah. a, a lovely light storm yeah. the following year, which is amazing. It's a bit more distant. We didn't mind that. It's like across the estuary, and you'd just see the lightning in the clouds. That's uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So that was one one year. I we, think. Yeah, touch wood. We've been we've been lucky with the weather because it is it's it's May and it's Wales. Um, so we advise anybody to bring anything from shorts and flip flops and sun cream to wellies, cagoules and jumpers because mm. the weather can change one day to the next. And we always have to make sure that we've got enough. Um, tentage tent coverage so should the weather turn against us there's always space inside for these activities um and there's there's you know there's scientific proof to say that if you're outdoors in the rain you get a different benefit than if it's sunny um because it's, it's something about the smells that come off the forest floor and i think the japanese they call it forest, forest bathing, bathing yeah. and there's a, a japanese word that if you're you're lying in the forest after rain just breathing in the air then you're you're positively affected physically by the the molecules that are coming up from the forest floor around you so we always look for the positive in any spin that we that gets thrown at us. We always try and think, well, what can we do that's different? What can we do that will take us to the next thing? But um, the storm in the first year was probably the the highlight. I remember lying there and it was about forty five minutes of solid rain, and we just thought, oh, and a no. massive thunderstorm, and a massive thunderstorm, and you're lying under canvas. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> there uh, are always moments. Yeah, I think. Sometimes, sometimes if a chef forgets to turn up. Um, and you suddenly realize you've got you know 30 people sitting in a tent waiting for a, a cookery demo um and you sort of think, you've got well, to grab a pan yeah i've taken classes at the last minute quite a few times mm. you know, to grab a yeah. fitness kit on it and jump in yeah. or i think last by monday i'm normally crying quite a lot yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> just like somebody comes up to you with one more thing that's just yeah. about to go wrong like toilet showers and you're like no <laughs> you can't take any more <laughs> yeah, yeah. or a chef's forgotten his you know it's some ingredients some mad ingredients at the last minute which happened last year it wasn't yeah. mad but we were saved last year by amber's dad my shopping dad. in the a well-known high street store called Holland and Barrett um, <laughs> for vegan, some vegan um, ele- um, element cookery dish. And it was the main ingredient that we hadn't got. But then he forgot to tell us he needed this on the, and I think we only got it on the No, I think somebody told us they'd got it. And we just assumed they'd got it and the bag was there. And then when we went to the bag, it wasn't there. Yeah. And we were like, oh. So now bank holiday Monday when the shops don't open until 10 and his cookery demo's at 11. It's oh my goodness. Crying. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> Can to see you stood outside Holland and Barrett, like <laughs> please. I was on the phone to my dad. And had everybody running to every different supermarket that we've got around here. We were that phoning, was so funny. All, all our friends at local vegan restaurants. Do you have? Have you got? Um, but no, it's um. Apart from that, it's great. Yeah, we yeah. we try and always think. Well, if that's the problem, how many different ways of what solutions can we think around it? What, what's what's our thinking to go around these things and come up with a something that's going to work? So we mm. we. Yeah, we're like swans on the top. We're like <laughs> mad. Your <laughs> <laughs> legs are just going crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You but on top, you're just regal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shining. I said, you always look so calm at the yeah. festival. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> we do think it's funny. It's a, it's a well-being festival. We've, we've got to take our own mental health <laughs> seriously, <laughs> mm. um, and our own our own fitness. You know, sometimes we have to carve out time for ourselves. Like, yeah. give, us, give us ten minutes. 
Um, I, I have a, a camper van at the festival and sometimes I, I shut the door on the camper van and think, well, I'm taking five minutes to calm down. And you really have to force yourself to sit and think. Yeah. Um, and then come out and, yeah. I did a breathwork class last year, actually. I took time out and I just went and did um, Richie Bostock's breathwork. And then I made time and had a, went and had a massage, actually. Yeah. I Which thought you were going to say McDonald's then. I yeah, like... I went off to McDonald's, just down the road. <laughs> when I had a McDonald's. Like to get away from all this healthy food and go have a Mac. <laughs> no, massage. <laughs> Much better, massage. Yeah, it kind of food at the festival. But yeah, no, I think it was last, this, last year was the first time I'd actually taken a step back and done anything. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, normally you are just running around just in the background. Yeah fixing tents or fixing toilets or mm. putting loo roll in it's all the glamorous jobs yeah. <laughs> I think that's so common into in in people in anybody kind of in a not service but you know in yeah, in an yeah. industry where Absolutely. they have to do oh, things for other yeah. people yeah. so whether yeah, you're a yeah. teacher or a fitness te- instructor you know yeah. it's it's hard to take a step back and 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 do something that is just for you yeah. and nobody yeah. else yeah, um, definitely. Even and just taking five minutes, like we've decided yeah. definitely this year, my husband and I and the kids are just going to stop at seven o'clock and we're all going to have supper together because yeah. oh, we lovely. never get a chance just to kind of, you know, just take a look at the fest. I think one of my friends stopped me last year and just said, look, just stop yeah. for five minutes and just look at what's happening around you. And everybody was just having fantastic fun yeah. and people are laughing and smiling and you think, oh, wow, you know, yeah. but it's, it takes it took for someone to stop me and say you need to have a look yeah. at what's going on I think one of the bands Rusty Shackle was playing and everybody was just bouncing yeah you know the whole place was just incredible but um I think I'm still running around at that point but it's great when somebody says just yeah. stop look just at the bigger stop picture and have a look yeah. around at what you guys have created and all these happy people yeah. so yeah that's cool who chooses the music do you guys have like fights about who you want on like, oh yes one is, <laughs> we, is one of you like a hardcore raver and the other one is more you know no I think we've, we're we've quite got, similar we've got <laughs> we we like any music that gets your toes tapping to us um it, if the band is known or unknown doesn't really matter if they're playing covers or playing original music doesn't really matter no. as long as people's toes are tapping that you know, it's that sort of whole um, you can't help yourself. And that, that feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, we have music in, in the evening. We have more lively music from about six till eleven ish, eleven thirty. We'll have sort of live bands that might be covers, but they'll 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 make your toes tap. And then we have some other sort of um, music through the daytime that might be more reflective. With an amazing lady last year on the cello, she's coming in, back in the feel good field, yeah. and she's just with this awesome view out of the estuary with a bit of cello music and the breeze through the air. It just again, it's one of those things you think, Am I really seeing this and hearing it? Uh, so, no, we've got similar taste in music. We, we work with our music director, Dale. And sometimes he's got very different taste. He's got taste. different taste to us. <laughs> so, we have to, we do fight with him every now and again. He'll send us something and we think it sounds like a warbling old goat on about some depressing episode in their life. And you think, We don't want to hear that. We want to hear something that is more sort of um, uplifting. Yeah. So, we, we, we fight every now and again with a lovely Dale but uh, it, it always comes good in the end more or less <laughs> <laughs> so how many are on your team now from because obviously it's you two are the co-founders yeah. but yeah you there's got more now yeah, yeah there's more yeah. now we've probably got a wider team of uh, I think it's 11 11 or 12 mm. um who are organizing different bits of the festival so we have a the yoga director uh, our site director of the feel good field 
uh, we've got the, the obviously talk Tony, tent, Tony, Tony doing the talk yeah. tents. Um, we have a lady in charge of the, the family and children's zone to make sure those activities are coordinated. Uh, we've got somebody in charge of all the volunteers and the reception. We have security. We have this, the, the little health piggers, the, volu yeah, the volunteers, health and safety. So we have to keep up our um, delivery to, to a degree that makes people feel safe, welcome, um, happy and well organised. And that, that's all in the background. People don't see that and they, they'll meet the team, but they probably won't know that all the work that the team puts in and the team starts really from well, they saw some started last year then we gradually rolled people on as we get closer to the festival so who are you looking forward to or what what are you looking forward to this year mm. if you could uh, pick something from maybe we don't have to pick one from every kind of element whether it be cooking talks ooh, or i'm really looking forward but... to the scummy mummies this year because i think their comedy just really makes me laugh and yeah. i'm a mum i kind of i get some of that stuff yeah. Uh, Dr. Ahmed again, com a bit of comedy. I yeah. love, I love the breathwork. Really looking forward to the talk tent because I think there's going to be some amazing things in the talk tent this year. Um, yeah, it's cookery. Uh, yeah. The lovely Ryan Riley. He's uh, from the north east. Oh, he's west. Yeah. He's a lovely young lad who set up a, a cookery school for uh, cancer sufferers. Because you're one of the things with chemo that they don't really tell you. You have your taste change. And he's set up this uh, cookery school uh, in memory of his mum, who he lost through breast cancer. And he's just it's done such an inspirational thing with his life. But on top of that, his food's amazing as well. So his cookery is uh, is amazing. Uh, the Dirty Vegan, of course, and his cookery. Um, and it's one of these things where, whether you're vegan or not, the food's brilliant. So you, it's we go for the it's taste, the try. taste and the appeal. Yeah. So that's wild um, swimming. I'm really looking forward oh, to wild, wild swimming. swimming. Yeah. Yeah, because we we started up a little group in the village now that go wild swimming. So, but it's yeah. nice to do as a big group and go out. Aerial yoga. See the kids the aerial yoga well. should be good. Dude. I've never done aerial yoga before. We turn upside down and do all the crazy stuff. So, getting some blood to my brain will be good for me. I think that's hard. I've done it once at a yeah. festival, and it was a lot harder than it looked. Yeah, the I tried it at yoga. the Om Yoga show. We were next door. We had a little stand yeah. at the Om Yoga. And there was a stand next to us that were doing aerial yoga, and I had a bit of a go. Yeah, but yeah, so some of the yoga was great. Uh, fitness. There's a, an amazing. What's that lady's name with the bouncy boots? Ernestine, I so thought you were going to say something else then. Bouncy <laughs> with the big, big boobs. No, big boots. <laughs> boots, boots, boots. The T boots, not not the other one. Um, yeah, she's she's a, she's a case. I mean, she's she brilliant. Has people, Ernestina, is Ernestina, incredible. yeah, uh, on the bouncy boots. We've got some trampoline fitness uh yeah. they're all great pound is amazing oh, claire right. kite is incredibly yeah. inspiring yeah rock pound workout where you where you have a fitness class where it doesn't feel like you're getting fit you're just having fun to me is the best sort of fitness because i mean I, you know whilst i like a hit class i don't find it as uh it doesn't motivate me as much as something like a pound rock workout where you've got the music you've got the coordination of your every, all your limbs and you're trying to you do a routine i'm really looking forward to mr motivator actually because he really inspired me so yeah when is he the actual younger. like mr actual motivator, motivator. Yeah. yeah oh god i'm gonna get my old yeah. bum bag out yeah. and everything find so, the like, leotard yeah. absolutely i was that yeah that get, bum bag yeah. leotard girl yeah. <laughs> get your like on 25 years ago yeah. just say yeah yeah, all of that so he's yeah. he's coming i think he's on there on the saturday he's saturday at 11 o'clock so yeah. i'm really looking forward to that and he's uh, he's such a live wire. You know, he's, he's such um, a lovely man. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's going to be amazing. 
That does sound like amazing. <clears throat> leg eighties, back to the old eighties. Yeah, back to the eighties. Yeah, bringing leg, the, the warmers. leg warmers, your lycra, little bum bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, there's, there's an amazing amount going on. I mean, that's that's just the one was sort of off the top of my head. Everybody but, loves um, Dr. Ahmed. He was there last oh, year. Yeah. He's a comedian. He's phenomenal. He was doing lots of twerking last year and had everyone hysterics. Yeah. But then he also did a lovely mental health chat yeah. about depression, mm. um, which was incredible. Yeah. That was really, um, that had a huge yeah. impact on lots of people. Sort of an evening chat at nine o'clock. I think most people thought he was going to do his comedy again. Yeah. Um, but he is actually a GP um, and he did an incredible, incredibly powerful talk. So I am really looking forward to talk to him. Yeah. It sounds like you've got an incredible thing going here. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing everything and cool. all of that. So where can people find, if the people have listened to this and they're thinking, right, I, I need to go, I'm there. How do people, <laughs> I just need to go. Um, how do people um, get tickets? Have you got tickets still available? What kind of tickets are there? Give us a okay. bit. Okay, yeah, they go to www.thebigretreatwales.co.uk as our website um, have a browse through our 2020 lineup announcements see 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 what else we haven't talked about today um, and yes are there tickets left yes there are but they're getting quite limited we've got um, just under 30 family tickets left um, we're down to the last three i think camper van places so if anybody bringing a camper van they need to get in really quick camping is available 20 pounds per pitch sorry 30 pounds a pitch sorry <laughs> 30 pounds a pitch for camping um camper vans nearly sold out only 30 family tickets um but apart from that yes single tickets are left and if you're coming with groups of friends that that's fine as well and we accommodation wise um we are offering glamping this year through a company called bell hotel and they will put up your uh, bell tent for you before you arrive. And the nice thing they're doing this year, they're doing different structures. So if they if you're traveling solo, we have quite a lot of solo travelers and you can't bother to bring a tent. They're doing a couple of, uh, if you like dormitory tents. So you could book a bed in a dormitory tent if you want to share with people you, or um, your own bell tent, depends what you want really. And they're doing anything from bell tents up to the Royal Indian Shikar tents. So if, again, if there's a group of friends turning up and they all thought, you know, it'd be so much fun if we just all bunked together in our own uh, tent at the festival site um that, that's on offer as well so that all the details of that one on our website as well you know, under accommodation um and you can also find their various other local b&bs that are fabulous and uh yeah we're only what 20 minutes away from tembe so tembe's got wonderful hotels on the seafront um, and what we would say to people if they're coming down to this part of wales for our weekend then why not stay on you know for the rest of the week and explore Pembrokeshire? Amazing. I don't think we've said the dates. That might help oh, too. Might we're the 22nd. Error. <laughs> 22nd to the 25th of May. So we're the long bank holiday weekend. So we're from the Friday to the Monday. Yeah. Amazing. And as Dinah said, you can stay for it. Have an extension and stay for the week and explore Pembrokeshire. There's some absolutely yeah. stunning beaches down here. Amazing. Yeah, Our timetable starts, uh, well, access to the site is from 10 o'clock on the Friday morning with the classes starting between 12 and 1 o'clock. And that will then run through to midnight on the Friday. Saturday and Sunday, it starts about just after six in the morning, half past six with an early morning meditations, if you want to go to those. And dawn again, chorus. through to midnight. Yeah, the dawn chorus. We have the uh, Pembrokeshire Coast National Authority will release some guided walks for us around the estuary. Um, and then Monday morning, it starts again about six, 6.30 and goes through to lunchtime. So you can finish off with the final brunch 
from one of our food vendors and we haven't even talked about our food vendors <laughs> who are offering anything from vegans to posh burgers to um smoothies to, to lobster to, salads, to yeah tembi lobster wow so, yeah we, we've picked our food vendors on the grounds that one we like our grub and two what would we want to eat at the festival um so we, we just go for things that we think i love the look of that mm. did you we get to taste it all as well yeah, we're trying to find, go to most of them beforehand, but we like sustainability, obviously. Yeah. Um, locally sourced food is obviously yeah. important. Yeah. And of course, limiting anything to do with plastics. And so everything that we do has got to be a try and be recyclable, sustainable. Uh, for the food as local as we can get it and you can't get much local than the tembi lobster so i'll be sure i'm going to put all those links um yes. for the retreat uh festival what did we call it earlier retreatable 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 yeah i can't remember restival i don't know restival i don't know it's quite good quite good festa treat festa treat that was it um but i'm going to put all the links into the show notes so if anyone is listening and they are really keen to join in make sure to head over to the website and you can find out more um i'll also share your instagram link so that you can give them a follow on instagram um it's really nice actually because you can see you kind of preparing for it now and and like the meetings you're having so that's really lovely um and we are we're all i think we're all about wrapped up today is there anything that we have missed that you want to kind of make anyone aware of it's nordic walking oh yeah we've got nordic that's one of the new things actually this year is nordic walking ski ganging and ski roll, roller roller skiing <laughs> was the other thing so you've got a great um guy called chris that's coming along um and doing all things to do with skiing so that'll be very cool yeah Sorry, we could go, we could we could waffle on all day. <laughs> <laughs> We're shut up now. <laughs> it's me being quiet. <laughs> yeah, thank lovely. you very much. No, it's so lovely to chat to you, and it's been really thank great you. to kind of see behind um, the scenes a little bit. And I think it's really <laughs> exciting the lineup you've got. So um, definitely go check the big retreat out. Ugh, my brain. <laughs> I will. I will. Because <laughs> I. It's because I'm it's because I'm aware that there's a nine month old behind me. <laughs> so he's he's very cool. <laughs> he's starting to get very antsy. I like, I'm bored now, mum. Yeah. You need to do something with Play me. with me. Play with me. You need me. to take me out. Well, it's yeah. lucky that I muted myself earlier because he farted out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so that would have been one for the podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, oh, delightful. Delightful. We're going to love our dogs. Um, So, yeah, so make sure that you um, follow the podcast just to keep up to date with any new episodes. And we will see you guys very soon. Thank you. Bye. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Great talking to you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.